This is the Health to Your Health and Wealth Show. Show me the money on My Talk 1071 with guests from Health Foundation's Birth Center and ClearStub Financial. Let's learn something. And here's your host, Miss Shannon. Talk 1071. Uh, I am Sonny. I'm usually producer Sonny, but I have the host hat on this morning. So yeah. we're going we're gonna to switch it up a little bit. But we are in with Cassandra Bashir and Carla Zefnik Seisfer from Clear Step Financial. Good morning, ladies. Hello, I didn't butcher your name, Carla. Did but that, that's that was good. Funny. You, that was you are good. You are okay. good. Okay, I know Ms. Shannon starts off. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be in here, too. I'm, I'm not normally in the producer chair. You can't hear me, but I am writing down notes, ladies. <laughs> okay, and I am passing around the information. So just know Fantastic. you are inspiring me. Fantastic. But before we start, I know Miss Shannon always does the disclaimer with the numbers. You got that? Right. Yeah, we just have okay. a quick disclaimer that securities and advisory services are offered through Harbor Investments, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Okay, That's awesome. simple. Awesome. Thank you. All right. So if you would like to be a part of the show today, I think this is important. I, yeah. Anything having to do with the cash and securing the bag, <laughs> I think is important. I don't care if it sounds okay. dry, but if it leads to the money, I, it's going to be important to <laughs> there me. You go. Um, but if you would like to be a part of the show, 651-641-1071. Right. Well, you know, there's a lot of strategies around taxes for investing and mm-hmm. for everyone to consider and think about no mm-hmm. matter where you're at in your investing world, if you're just getting started, if you're somewhere 30, 40, 50 year old, 60, right? And you're not quite retired yet. Or if you're retired, there are still things that you can do to help yourself from a tax standpoint. And Mm -hmm. this might be a really good time to review that and look at that because taxes are still low right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And this year as well, there's not, uh, I know we'll talk about that, but there's not that many changes in the tax laws. And so uh, well, well we don't know, right? We, we right. don't know what's coming. But right. and, and just to be clear, too, we're not tax advisors. So we give general information about tax things, different you know potential strategies that may or may not apply. But when it really comes down to it for your situation, you want to talk to a tax person, someone who does specialize in that tax realm, because it's so all encompassing. It's very, you know, it, it really is. It's a it's a it's a, a career in and of itself. Right. right? Mm-hmm. And so we work with, you know, different tax planners and advisors that work with our clients and things. And so if you're looking for a good one, we definitely have some we could, you know, connect you with. But definitely at the end of the day, when it comes to taxes, you still want to talk to a tax person. Yeah. And so we if do you, work if you, closely. If you're feeling bad about like mm-hmm. not managing your money, like just think about it. You that's a career. You need somebody right. that has right. a career to manage your money. So right. if you're feeling bad, like I can't do it, like nah, you gotta pay somebody <laughs> to do that. <laughs> right. So that so thank you yeah. for having that network. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. That's, absolutely. You know, uh, you know, we re- we review articles continually every day. There's new information in the world of financial planning and investing mm-hmm. and you know how taxes inco- are incorporated into our industry as well and that's why we work so closely with a tax professional uh, with financial planning because it really is key to helping people feel secure and confident in their retirement years mm-hmm. uh, so one I know one of the uh, articles recently is that the pandemic is really causing people to be more financially focused yeah, absolutely. You know, that people are concerned about their spending, their saving, uh, they're diversifying their retirement savings. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to make sure they're adequately saving and uh, looking at the risks, right? So mm-hmm. a year ago, we were heading into a major downturn in the market mm-hmm. where the market was down 30, 40%. Right. So p- people are evaluating what type of risk that they feel comfortable with because 
we know that there's black swan events out there that could cause a downturn in the market. And if you are close to retirement uh, within five years, 10 years even, people don't want a major downturn and then years for that money to come mm-hmm. back. So those are all things that people are evaluating and just to be clear just this is a teaching moment we're not trying to talk over anyone's head but a black swan event i oh, know yes. Shannon Thank has you. heard it so many times now <laughs> but funny. the black swan events are it's an event that's unforeseeable that happens that has a major is impact. that like the GameStop thing kind of uh okay. well that didn't really throw off necessarily the whole market okay right okay i mean okay. so last year the the virus it's a really good question the 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 coronavirus was a black swan event that happened that was okay. unforeseeable it gotcha. was unforeseeable and it had a huge impact but right. the oil the um some of the oil issues at that time too uh were going on and mm-hmm. so those two the, we didn't really talk. You didn't hear as much about the oil mm-hmm. going on, some of the um, wars and things. So we we did bring it up here if you go mm-hmm. back and listen to the shows. But those two events had major impact almost simultaneously, which also um, exasperated the the downturn this last year. So a black swan mm-hmm. event, unforeseeable, that impacts the market that you know kind of comes out of nowhere. Yeah, gotcha. they they just co- totally come out of nowhere. So we had volatility in the markets. In fact, we were expecting a correction. Corrections are normal cycles in the investing world. You have to expect corrections. Corrections are anywhere from like negative 10 to negative 20%. Corrections are normal. Um, like getting you, a cold. Yeah, it is. Right. Like the right. common cold. You <laughs> okay. get a common cold. Like, right. Cold over there. right. Okay. Okay. You don't, you don't start worrying about, you know, your mortality. Maybe. I'm talking about your will. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> You'll get better. It'll right. come back. back. Right. Okay. Your okay. Come back. Okay. Uh, so, so those are expected. And so what happened a year ago is that we had, we were going into a correction and we were planning on it. Right. Uh, and you want to talk to people about that. That's a normal expectation. But then what happened was, like Cassandra said, the black swan events come out of nowhere. You had the COVID and then you had the oil that just took that market and went with it and dropped mm. uh, down about 30, 40 percent. So now we're back to where we were. Right. A lot of uh, people have made money in the last year, but we're actually still recovering from an economic standpoint. We're still recovering. And hopefully things will open up and we will get on with uh, with things, Mm -hmm. you know, in the uh, in all the cities and so forth. So but that's so a year ago. So now we're we have volatility again. But at any time, these black swan events can happen. So that's why, you know, we always talk about this, too. It's so important to work with financial planners that know how to protect against some of these drawdowns. To preserve assets when, when the markets are going down, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're money or your account has to go down the same degree right okay so how, how does that tie into what we're talking about today good question <laughs> we're going to get into that <laughs> yeah um so that's that's one so some another article you know there's all kinds of articles about bitcoin out there and uh, this is just a timely one this, this is, is timely. It's been in the news bitcoin right. it's a big buzz and, i mean it has been for a long time but it, it continues is. to be and it's fun to talk about mm-hmm. right it's, uh, you know, you can, I know the shares are right around 50,000. Uh, some people do invest in some of these stock portfolios, which, which is perfectly fine, right? To, to, to invest in stock. Uh, we just recommend as a rule of thumb, though, to take a small portion of your money if you're going to do that. Not all of it, because there, there is a lot of fluctuation in these strategies, in mm-hmm. these stocks. Mm-hmm. Um, especially some of the stocks that have a lot of volatility in them. So uh, just be prudent. Uh, you know, use some 
some common sense, I would say. I think in life, we just have to make sure that we use a lot of our common sense, Mm -hmm. uh, what feels right uh, Mm -hmm. to invest in some of these strategies. I'm not saying not to. I'm not saying to. Uh, but just, just think uh, either way it goes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and cryptocurrency, I'm sure, is here to stay. It's not like it's not. Uh, but just understand there's volatility with uh, with investing in that in that area. And the other article I think is really important, and we're going to talk about this today, are uh, you know conversions that uh, it would be prudent even if someone's retired to possibly look at. IRA to Roth conversions where you pay your taxes today, uh, but when you convert to a Roth, then that money inside of the Roth grows and you never have to pay taxes again on that. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, but there are a lot of articles about conversions. Uh, taxes are potentially at a, at a low right now. Again, we don't know where they're going to go, but it, it could be a strategy to consider. And so there's just a lot of articles about conversions uh, even if you're retired, uh, and you got to look at that because you, some people keep their income down below a certain amount because they don't want to pay extra for Medicare or Social Security. Those are all things that need to be reviewed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of speaking of Social Security, so we talked about this last week, but we have a, a webinar coming up for Social Security with a national speaker that's going to be talking about Social Security and Medicare. So if that's of interest, you're certainly welcome to join us Tuesday evening at 6.30 for that. Just hop on your computer at home and you can, like you said, Sonny, right? Take notes. <laughs> you can sit there and take notes. Um, but that, that, that information, you can go to our website, clearstufffinancial.com, look for the events tab and uh, just register for that. Cause I know there, it is a hot topic. I'll tell you that is a very popular topic for people. Yeah. Um, there's so many people that are there or close to social security age. Right, right, right. And part of our part of our webinar, our virtual too, is that we offer people we have a um, a fillable background sheet. If you're close to getting Social Security or you want an evaluation, where we can offer that to you as well. Uh, we just need some of the Social Security information, but I, you know this is all part of our webinar and our information that we're offering. But yeah, it will be very good. There's a lot of people that are close to retirement that are asking questions: Should I take Social Security today? Should I wait? Should I take it at seventy? Should I work? You know, these are all uh, topics that we'll cover. Okay. All right. So it is break time, ladies. What are we talking about when we get back? We're going to get into the tax updates and things that okay. are coming up. So like you said, let's try and keep as much of that money in our pockets. That's what I'm talking get about. all the deductions you can. <laughs> know what to expect. Get out your pen and your notepad. If you'd like to be a part of the show, 651-641-1071. We'll be right back with Car- Carla zevnik Seisfer and Cassandra Brazier on the Health and Wealth Show. And Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. If you'd like to be a part of the show, please call 651 641 1071. I am in with Cassandra and Carla from Clear Step Financial, and we are talking taxes and tax strategies, right? Absolutely. Right. Okay. All, right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, where are we topic. going next? From a general standpoint, though, mm-hmm. again, talk with your tax person if you have specific questions. But we wanted to go through just some updates on things. I know a lot of people are in the midst of their taxes right now, getting their taxes done and things. So what can you expect from some of that? What changed? And those are some of the things we just wanted to hit on a little bit here mm-hmm. and on a high level. But mm-hmm. um, as far as the income brackets goes and payroll taxes and things, there wasn't really that much of a change. So whatever your tax bracket was last year, it's probably going to be pretty similar if your earnings were pretty comparable. Right. And that's why those Roth conversions could be uh, something to consider. Right. Mm-hmm. Because 
taxes. You know, if you're going to pay federal and and state tax, why not do it at a lower tax bracket than a higher tax bracket? Right. Now, you're doing your taxes for last year right now, right? And we don't know what the tax laws may land in this year, but... Yes, I still agree. I think I think anytime you're willing to pay the taxes on those conversions and it makes sense, um, we encourage that because we know what taxes are today. Historically and relatively speaking, they are low. And so if you can pay some of those now, even though it's kind of painful, right? It's never fun. It's never fun necessarily never fun to, pay, to taxes. pay taxes, no. more taxes today. <laughs> but, Not at all. <laughs> but it's one of those things where just like with working out, right? You put in the hard work and the time now and it does pay off, right? You have, you know, you over time you can have some more benefits and 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 things from from that. Now so, when you ladies say conversion, do you mean like from one retirement account to the next kind of thing? So if you have a 401k and you roll it over, you leave the job and you roll it over to an IRA, mm-hmm. maybe you're retired, maybe you've left the job and now it's in an IRA. So that's that money's deferred. You've never paid taxes on that. Okay. Right? So you've taken a tax deduction on the 401k, uh, money going in and you and then you roll it over IRA. So you, so when you take money out of that, you'll have to pay taxes. 100% taxable. When you take money out at 59 and a half or older. So instead of uh, there's a, a saying, there's a book out there, um, the new retirement savings time bomb, time mm. bomb. And what that means is that all these taxes people are deferring in these IRAs and 401ks. So when they're retired, they'll th- this time bomb will occur, which means all this tax will be owed at that time. Oh, wow. So. It's important to diversify, right? Diversify taxes while you're building up toward retirement. But if you're in retirement, it may be a good time to look at. Now, a conversion is where you pay taxes. Let's say you have 100000 in an IRA. And you say, you know what? I'd like to take 10. You can do this at any age. I'd like to take 10000 and pay my tax on that today. No penalties, but you will have to pay taxes federal and state. And you convert it to a Roth. So you pay your taxes today, maybe at a lower tax bracket, and you convert it to a Roth IRA. Then once once it's in that Roth, you never have to pay taxes on the growth or when you pull it out. And that's because you paid taxes earlier? That ten thousand at right. So like you said, do the work and it'll pay off. Do the work. (laughs) Pay the money up front, y'all. I don't know. That sounds (laughs) impossible. Right? So those are and those are some things that we look at with people, right? Does it mm-hmm. make sense to do some of that? Right. Uh, and when it comes down to, there's not necessarily a right or wrong amount to do. It's how much are you willing, like you said, right. how much are you willing to pay taxes on today? Right. Okay. So and sometimes mm-hmm. there's a balance, right? And that can go for that. Also, on the flip side, maybe you you don't have the maybe it's all in your 401k right now. You're still contributing, right? You're in that more accumulation phase of saving towards retirement, mm-hmm. and you've got a ways. If you have a Roth 401k option inside of your plan, that's one of those things we also always want to check with people. Is that available to you? Are you contributing to it? You know, if if you have it available, then we recommend contributing at least something. Again, it's one of those things where there's not a perfect number to, but I encourage people, maybe it's half it's of something. what you contribute. Maybe it's all of it. It's up to you. But to put as much as you're comfortable putting towards that Roth bucket while you're saving as well in your 401k. Right. And this is a good uh, 
this is a good example. So I had a conversation with my son today, right? He's in the military. He's in California. Hi, Daniel. So I think he's listening. But, he's not listening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's sleeping. Make him, make him listen later. <laughs> anyway, so we had a conversation this morning, but this is important. So he works for the government, right? And they offer the thrift savings plan. There's no match in the, in the thrift plan. And he said, should I be putting money in that plan or if I can maximize my Roth? Well, he's already maximizing his Roth, and I suggested to him, maxim- maximize your wife's Roth before you put in the TSP. Mm. Because, number what one, you, you have deductions with your children today, oh. right? So wa- maximize your Roths, and then if you still have a place to put money, you can put it in the TSP. There's no match. We always say go up to your match in your uh, thrift savings plan, right? Or 401k or, or, or whatever type of right? retirement always, plan. Right? Always go up to your match. Um, but if you if you don't have that match, I would look outside. Potentially, again, there's a lot general. of scenarios. This is all general information. <laughs> general, but just, just ideas. We're just sharing ideas so today. It's like hex is what it sounds like. <laughs> well, tax hex. Tax hacks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, but I think you also brought up a good point that um, sometimes I think if there's one of the, you know, in one of the two people in a household that are not, if someone's not working, so like his wife is home, right? You don't have to have your own earned income in a marriage to be able to have contributions going to a Roth. So that's another good point. I think that sometimes people don't realize is that it can it can come from if there's only one person, one spouse working, it can come from that one spouse, and you can contribute to two different Roths for that family. Mm-hmm. And it, Roth have Roth contributions have to be earned income, right? Right. So you have to earn if you're under fifty, you have to earn at least six thousand each, or the or if you're over fifty, or if you're you can over put 50. an extra thousand. Yep, yep. it's seven thousand uh, for per person. So it's really important to consider investing in Roth IRAs right. at any time. Anytime you start making money, and this is really important too. I was thinking about this on the way here. We we are getting more and more of our clients. Their children are coming forth and saying, "You know what? I have this money. Uh, can you help my child? They're starting to work." Definitely consider those, even teenagers, if they're working, they're making 3000 They could invest 3000 in a Roth, uh, up to 6000 mm-hmm. in a Roth annually uh, to get that money growing. You sh- it's amazing, the compounding effect of money. If you start, as soon as you start making money, um, put money away, and you'll have so much more yeah. at 59 and a half. I just had a, I was talking to a client about, and she's going to be retiring in about a year, little, you know, around a little after the first of next year. Mm-hmm. And she said, okay, I want to have enough earned income next year that I can max my Roths, our Roths out. So she's, mm-hmm. she's structuring her retirement around having enough earned mm-hmm. income that mm-hmm. she can still max her Roth out for that year. <laughs> so I thought <laughs> that that's is. good. That in, you know, some people are, make too much money, right? So if your husband and wife, you make over two, I think it's 208, 10,000, something like that. We have it in our that. notes. Yeah. <laughs> it changes every year. It goes we'll up a little bit eventually. every year. Right, 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 my fiance right, yeah. money right now. Don't have to number out. But you know, those, the, the Ross, there's backdoor Ross for people that uh, make more than a traditional Roth IRA. So those are strategies that we can help people work with as well. 
Awesome. Mm-hmm. This is really good. <laughs> it good. really is. It's really good. good. I, you I, Okay, off the air, you said this is dry. I don't think this is dry. I think this is smart. I think anybody that's... Well, I, I do have a question. I do mm-hmm. have a question. What do you say to somebody that is like, we've gone through COVID last year and mm-hmm. all the money changes. Mm-hmm. What do you say to somebody that's like, I am making more money, but I want to make sure I'm being secure. But I, I hear Roth IRA and I get scared. Good question. <laughs> uh, because Roths, remember... When you put money in a Roth, let's say you're 20, 23 years old, right? Mm-hmm. And you're investing in your Roth and you're thinking, my gosh, I can't tap into that until 59 and a half. Well, actually, whatever you put into a Roth, you can take out. Okay, let's continue this conversation. Yes. That's okay. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. We got a break. If you want to be a part of the show, 651-641-1071. We will be back with Carla and Cassandra from Clear Step Financial on the Health and Wealth Show. to the health and wealth show here on my talk 1071 i am sonny i haven't said my name the entire show my goodness i am sitting in for miss shannon uh if you would like to be a part of the show today please call 651-641-1071 i am in with cassandra and carla and we talking about how to secure the bag they're professionally (laughs) professionally they'll say tax strategies but that's what it is so if you have questions and in fact we do have a caller susan good morning susan you have a question about taxes right tax write-offs right yeah, okay. I do. Uh, hang on. Um, okay. So my question is, okay, um, uh, I'm a, a nurse. Um, uh, I'm a COVID frontline nurse. And Thank I you. would like, I, I would like to, um, when, you know, we're, when it's safe, have a big, uh, party for all the medical professionals I work with. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, are, is there any way I could, you know, like deduct some of the expenses of putting that on? So, so Susan, I can answer that, and thank you for your service uh, with everything you do sure. in the medical world. Uh, we know how uh, trying that all is, so thank you. So just general, I would talk to your tax person, but just generally that we don't believe there's any deductions because you're, you're, a, you're an employee, right? So if you're an right. employee... Uh, you don't have the business deductions like someone who owns their own business that could write off that expense if um, if they had their own business. But if your employer through the party through mm. true, they could deduct oh. it. Oh, so maybe okay. put that bug in their ear, Susan. <laughs> okay, that was another thought I had. Okay, thank you very much. Thank You're you, welcome. Susan. Welcome. You just helped somebody to kill the bag. Yeah. <laughs> you'd like go. to be a part of the show, you have a question, just like Susan, 651-641-1071. Do you want yeah. to touch upon that? Because uh, Cassandra and Sonny were talking about Roth, and Sonny mm-hmm. said she's she's just, she, that word makes her a little nervous, mm-hmm. right? And IRA, that one too. And IRA. <laughs> so part of it is when you first get started with investing, the terminology you hear it mm-hmm. um, and you shy away from it if you don't know what it means and there's a lot of people that don't know what that means more and more in schools they're educating about these things but there's still a lot of kids they'll graduate and still don't really know what that what that means what and then those some people mean. think like I've had a lot of conversations so a lot of people think like their first doorway into investing is the whole little GameStop 
thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just we we help us, ladies. Help us. <laughs> well, <Guide> well us. <laughs> you don't, you know. So there's a lot of there's a lot of media out there, and there's a lot of advertisement about GameStop. You can make all this money and all the stock. Yeah, and it's like quick you've got to really watch out for that because we're in an immediate mentality right now where people immediate want that immediate gratification, mm-hmm. right? And so people, some people are drawn to those stocks that can go up, but they can go down. So you just got to be aware of that. I always say to people, don't invest more than 10% of your long-term savings in these stocks. Mm. You know, it's, it's just a rule of thumb. Uh, Be prudent, be, you know, once you experience the big volatilities, you start to, it's a life lesson and you'll make different decisions usually in the future. So the investments you guys are talking about are a little bit more safe. <laughs> they're spread out. <laughs> so when you talk about, well, well, and there's there's a number of different ways that we help people invest. So it's in general, though, if you're someone who's just starting out, you just want to start saving. And we talked about, you know, what does the actual Roth mean? You could hypothetically, you could start $50 a month is kind of the minimum where you could start saving. All a Roth means is that. It's an it's a retirement type of an account. Okay. You're not typically supposed to take the money out till fifty nine and a half. Though we did mention this, you have access if you've put in ten thousand and it's grown to fifteen thousand. You do technically have access to that ten thousand, whatever you've contributed, you have access to. Mm. But we don't want people to tap into the Roth because it's meant to be long term. So that's right. why we typically help with other foundational pieces in people's uh, financial picture so that they have other places to go. Options. Right. They got baskets. Options, <laughs> baskets, <laughs> flexibility. Those are all things that we try to work into kind of a good plan for someone. So if you're saving that $50 a month, we don't want you ever to have to go to that unless it's right. a huge catastrophic black swan event in your own life, right? right? That something just catastrophic happens. You absolutely need it. You can go to it, right? right. So what a Roth is, is it's just a vehicle saving toward retirement that you set up with an advisor typically, or you could set it up on your own Mm -hmm. where you pick where to have it invested, but an advisor would help you pick the right investments inside of it. Mm -hmm. And then you just start contributing. And if you're under 50 years old, you can contribute up to 6,000. You have to earn that much or your spouse has to, um, because it's all earned income based. And then if you're over 50, you can contribute an extra thousand. So you can put up to 7,000. And, you know, some people have a greater risk tolerance, so they're okay with swings. Like I was talking to a lady yesterday and she said, she said, Carla, she said, I'm okay with a 30% drawdown as long as I I know that that'll come back up. Well, number one, a lot of times we don't know if that comes back up again, right? Or how long it will take. Right, exactly. So. Uh, we have conservative portfolios. We have all the realm all the way from conservative all the way to aggressive uh, strategies and ideas to help people. But part of what we our expertise is, is we want to help people grow money. We have inflation kicking in. That's another article. Uh, we see all types of articles about how, you know, the printing presses are going, right? We're printing money, printing money, printing money. And what happens is inflation is a hidden tax. It means the cost of things go up every year. Look at in this past year, how housing, wood has gone up, metals have gone up, food, mm-hmm. usually about 7% every year. I mean, I used to be able to, when Cassandra was a baby, I remember going through the grocery store, some of you, <laughs> 1981, <laughs> um, going to the grocery store uh, with a cart 
and you'd you'd fill up your cart for about fifty dollars. You'd have some meat in there, some vegetables, but you could fill it up. Well, you can't fill. That might I, be a few items in today's world. I bought a two dollar and seventy three cents one liter bottle of Coke. I remember when that was like ninety nine cents. Right. Yes, so I, right. I felt that the yes. other day, like three whole dollars. <laughs> you just gonna take it from me. So, so look at that and look back when that ninety nine dollar bottle of two liter right. Coke was ninety nine yeah. cents. Ninety nine cents. Ninety nine dollars. Ninety nine So, but look at that and and calculate that. But food is about seven percent every year. The CPI, the Consumer Price Index, doesn't even calculate food. It's not part of their, you know, that's the government puts that out as to how much the cost of things are going up every year. Mm-hmm. Well, if you added food and some other things in there, it would be much greater than a 2 or 3%. But we're starting to see cost of things increasing because of inflation. When you print money and you have all this money in the system, um, and it's, wow. it's, it's like free, I don't want to say it's free money, but it causes everything to be watered down and the cost of things go up. Wow. So we have to calculate. That's why it's so important to earn money, make money in the in investments, but we also want to help people preserve right. what they have in there too and not experience these big drawdowns. And I that's saw, one of our expertise. I saw a tweet the other day that said, you know, making money isn't the problem, it's managing the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's good. It is. It's not what you make, mm-hmm. it's what you do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. what you keep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the big one, <laughs> and how to keep it, and how to keep it, and mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about today. Strategies, <laughs> you know, so. you know. Through the years, I have found too, and I know Cassandra and I both have found that when people have a strategy and a game plan, when they actually have a financial plan, they make different decisions with their investing. They are better savers. They make decisions. Um, they decipher between wants and needs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they might they may just the the needs they'll spend on that, but the wants they'll put aside and save for for the future. So that financial plan is so important for people to have a pathway as to how to reach their goals, and then people make those decisions. But if they don't have a financial plan, you know, we spend and we do what we want to do on a moment-to-moment mm-hmm. basis. Would you? I've heard people say saving isn't a money-making strategy. Is that one strategy and like a plethora of strategies? Well, when you say savings, you mean putting money in a savings account? Is that what you mean? Or yeah, do you just mean... Just basic saving. A basic savings account at a bank or, or credit mm-hmm. union typically has very, very, very low, low, low interest, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when we talk about inflation and things... Inflation is like a hidden tax. Mm-hmm. If you're if if the majority of your serious money and money for retirement, money for your future, if it's in a savings account, you're probably losing value on it mm-hmm. over time because the cost of things are going up. Right. So that dollar, that ninety nine cents for your Coke, is right. not going to buy that for you right. in the future. That's okay. why if you have again more of that longer term money, then you want it to. You need it. You don't need it. It's it's recommended mm-hmm. that you you try and maximize it, and you do that by being smart the way you invest it, right? And that's how an advisor can help you. This is good stuff. If you have a question, do not be scared because I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> we all learn together. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What are we talking about? When we get back, ladies. We're going to get to the tax stuff today, I promise. Okay, all right. (laughs) We'll be back with Carla and Cassandra from Clear Step Financial on the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Health and Wealth Show here on My Talk 1071. It is Sonny here. I am in for Miss Shannon. I am in this morning. Uh, with Cassandra and Carla from Clear Steck Financial. If you'd like to get in on the show, you got a question, something about your taxes, anything, 651-641-1071. So 
Now we do the tax strategies. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. And just to be clear, too, because I know we've covered a lot of ground today, but if you have specific questions about your situation, if you yeah. want to reach out to us, if you want us to take a look at your scenario, Sonny, then we can certainly <laughs> talk to you. But go to our website, clearstepfinancial.com, uh, and contact us and just send us a little note and say, I'd love to set up a time. And we could do virtual. We can do in person. So yeah, we're and remember, pretty flexible. we have that uh, this Tuesday night at 630 Central Time. And people are invited all over the United States. We're, this is open if you've got friends or family that you think would be interested in a Social Security virtual webinar. We have and a Nash- Medicare. Yep, Social Security, Medicare. We have a national a speaker. Double whammy. <laughs> there will be question <laughs> and answer afterward uh, if you want us to evaluate uh, Social Security information or if you have a family or friend or a parent or whatever, uh, we'd be more than happy to do that too. Our expertise, one of them, is that we do a lot of income planning and we want to make sure people feel secure and confident in retirement. So it's a lot Where does of, Social Security fit in? Right, right. And yep. it's important to understand how it does fit in because it is a, a, a piece, a good piece of people's retirement planning. Yep, absolutely. So, so and again, come to go to clearstepfinancial.com, our website. Under our events tab is information on how to register for the webinar. Or I like to call. So I'm a baby you boomer. You do like to call. I do like to Not call. Not all baby boomers like no, to call. No, but I Some do. Some do. Pick up the phone. Uh, <laughs> 651-600-0855. I'm not a baby boomer, but I'm with you. It isn't real if I didn't leave a message. <laughs> the email just doesn't do it for me. <laughs> it doesn't solidify it. <laughs> Did it go through? Right. Did I Did type I it in? Right. <laughs> you know, the other thing I wanted to just share is that, you know, we, there's no perfect any path to a perfect financial plan, right? Uh, people think, oh, I missed out on the Roth. All, all, you know, some people will say that to us. They're close to retirement. Oh, I didn't do the Roth IRA. You know what? We all, we all have these shoulda, woulda, couldas in our life. And you always want to make sure that you look today and then look into the future because we can't live in our past. We can't look, we can't drive by looking in our back right. view mirror. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. right. right. <laughs> My terminology is a little I'll translate. <laughs> um, but that's important to understand. Yeah, absolutely. So there's just a, there's a few things. Um, one thing that I think is interesting to note, this is only going to apply to a very small population of people, but there, we have the standard deduction, right? So we have the standard deduction. Um, but if you're blind, there's an additional deduction mm. that you get. Now, if you're blind, you may know this already, right? But if there's someone in your world that is blind or newly blind, um, make sure that they know that there is some additional deductions in place for that mm. situation. Mm-hmm. And if you're... Uh, uh, 65 and older too you have uh, additional standard deduction as well mm-hmm. for seniors mm-hmm. where can i mean where can you get all this information well usually your tax person your tax person you should know, know these should know. i mean they okay. would know these things okay. um and like i was said earlier if you're looking for a good tax person let us know because we can definitely help connect you with someone because we work you know a mm-hmm. number of them work with us and our clients but um, otherwise, a good, a good financial planner would know too. Okay. Right. But, <laughs> thank you. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, but there are there are things that you can typically deduct. You know, think different types of mortgage interest and things, different business interests. That's just kind of general, right? Again, your tax person would know that. But just know things you typically cannot deduct, like interest on a car loan, interest on credit cards, interest on home equity. Though I think there are some situations that that might be able to be a deduction. Um, most consumer loans, though, there's not really a deduction for the interest on that. But remember the the home mortgage, right? So you right. have to make a decision: is your standard deduction more, right. 
Or is your home mortgage interest more? Yep. Most of the time, the standard deduction is greater. Mm-hmm. So some of this doesn't even pertain to, to right. us as deductions any longer. Right. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the medical and dental. It has to be, you'd have to be above 10% of your adjusted gross even to be able to deduct those medical expenses. What you mean what you paid in uh, uh, bills last year, you mean? Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So there's only, again, people that are paying astronomical amounts of medical expenses that would maybe be more advantageous than other ways of, you know. Right. But so those are things. And then we did, we touched already on some of the retirement planning stuff. Not much, not much really changed on that. The IRA limits and Roth limits remained at 6,000 for people on 50 and under extra thousand. If you're over, which you can contribute, you have till April 15th to do that for last year. Another key point, because we have a lot of people that we're still helping to work with right now that want to get in that 2020 Roth contribution, right? Or IRA contribution or backdoor Roth, right? If you have a high income, uh, in your household. So we're working with people right now. It's not too late to do that. You can still set up a Roth for 2020, but that window is closing because April 15th, when taxes get filed, that's it. That's where they normal? cut it off. That's it, it. Yep. Okay. So it's always And, and that's a, a piece I wanted to reiterate because when you put money in a Roth, no matter how old you are, you could be under 50, under 59 and a half or older, you can the next day take out that contribution without uh, taxes or penalty. The contribution. So you have access to it. So a lot of young kids, uh, that helps them to feel good about that investment in a Roth because it's not going to be, if they need it, they can take it, right? If it's an emergency type of situation. Uh, or they keep it in there until they're retired and let it grow right. and it's all tax-free. So it is very flexible. Which we don't recommend taking it out. But if you had to, you could. Um, I, was, <laughs> I just got an idea for my daughter's 18th. I'm going to buy her a Roth and make her mad. Oh. <laughs> You know, Sonny, I love she did it. to you. I'm a troller, but in a good way. <laughs> Someday she'll appreciate it, though. Someday she will appreciate that. That's, That's pretty good. good. That's, That's good. very good. Yeah. Um, and yep. then have her put money in monthly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell okay. her you got her a bill. Yeah, basically. <laughs> it's going to pay off later, That's baby. Right. Don't worry. <laughs> Be so happy. <laughs> and just say you're welcome. <laughs> But uh, no, that's good. Uh, not much really changed on the 401k side. 19500 is still the annual limit. If you're over 50, you can do another 6500 So I know some people do try and max those out. Simple IRAs didn't change either. 13500 Now just remember, max. if you put money in a 401k or a, a simple IRA, and let's say you're in a 401k and you do contribute to your Roth IRA in your 401k, you can still do an outside Roth. You, you think this episode was called Roth IRAs. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are like me who didn't know what Roth IRA is, you're welcome. <laughs> but that question comes up so frequently. I'm putting money in my Roth 401k. Uh, can I really do a, a 401k or a Roth outside of my 401k? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And mm-hmm. you're simple. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a separate simple, you can invest in a Roth outside of that as well. What I yeah. hear from you guys is you just, you get, there's options. There's a lot, of options, a lot of options, but that's why I think sitting down with someone is so helpful because yeah. they can say, these are the options that would work are for available. your situation. Right. This is what you could be doing. Right. And every single time I just, that's what I love is that people say this was so helpful. This was so, I, I learned so much. I feel so much better now, you know, now that I have kind of a plan to move forward with. Yeah. And I think for some people, they're waiting for that right time. 
And, you know, this is a side note here, because uh, Sandra's looking at me. We'll never get through our outline. She, but, oh, you, you know, we all mother, have... daughter. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we all have family and children around us, right? We have, we have little ones. We have teens. We have our, uh, you know, 20-year-olds, nieces, nephews, all of that. It is so important to start talking about these concepts at no matter what age. Talk about them around the kitchen table Talk about them when you go out to eat. Talk, you know, talk about them when you're sitting in the car with uh, someone you can positively influence. Talk, these are all great topics. Turn off the radio music and talk about saving. Talk about stock. You know, I was talking to a little five-year-old the other day, my little grand, grandchild. Actually, I try to get influential every time I take them out for their birthdays, but I talk to them about investing you know, if you do this, I'll match you over here and let's That's get invested. That's what I'm talking about. I right? need a grandma like that. Right. <laughs> match me. But you can match, yes, right? Yes. You could match your daughter right. and say, okay, if you put $50 a month away, I'll put $50 a month away for you. Those little incentives initially mm-hmm. help kids. And then what you do is you it show them. a habit. Yeah, it, it does. And gives them some excitement. These young people need a plan for their financial futures. They need to be able to see how they can save. Or that they can have a plan. Yes. Because it's just like you get get 18 and it's like, boom, you should know everything. Right. And that's not the case. But just to even know that you can even have a plan is is welcome information. Even these young kids, get a financial plan for them. How many people have birthday money sitting in a savings account? And mm-hmm. they could be learning about investing and right. saving, even if it's something as simple as just putting a hundred dollars into you. You can invest a hundred dollars into a portfolio. I think the minimum might be a, a couple hundred in a mutual fund, but there's ways to get these kids pretty low going. minimums. Yeah, yeah, for pretty low minimums. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and just there's a little bit. A there's books out there for kids too mm-hmm. that you could uh, read to them and and give them this information. So okay. it's so important to start young. I feel like Cassandra wanted to say something. No, Mama, I, Mama think that was a, I think that was a great tax show. <laughs> she's, got, she's got her outline in front of her. I just, uh, I mean, no. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back to taxes again sometime. <laughs> and cover all the notes. Did she do the mom thing? <laughs> <laughs> all right, where can we, where can we reach you? Because we're coming to the sure. end of the show. And, and you guys have, are just sitting on mountains of information yeah. that I know people want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and things are changing now, so people are wanting to get involved. So where can we reach right, you? Right, right. Uh, ClearStepFinancial.com. Uh, and, just, and if you want to set up a time, again, we do complimentary consultations. There's really no excuse. You know, okay. get the information, get the education, uh, go to contact us. Just send us a note. Just say, we'd, I'd love to sit down. Heard you on my talk. One of us will reach out to you personally. And there's never a perfect time. You know, we're all busy with our schedules, our calendar, but we can make it work. We can sit down with someone either virtually or on the phone mm-hmm. or in person and help them get that financial plan in place because there's never perfect anything, right? We, we, we try to incorporate things in our life and we all get so busy. All right. Well, thank you, Carla. Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you guys for coming thank in. You, I learned today. It was fun having you. Yes. If you guys would like to re-listen to the show, visit My Talk 1071 keyword health. We got Red Hot Real Estate coming up next. Please stay tuned. It is the Health and Wealth Show on My Talk 1071.
Hi, I'm Jean Chatsky, and I'm the co-host of the podcast Everyday Wealth, presented by Edelman Financial Engines. On each episode, we talk with experienced wealth planners from Edelman Financial Engines to explore what wealth really means. You can find Everyday Wealth wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. Visit everydaywealth.com to learn more. Ms. Chatsky is not an employee or a client of EFE. She receives fixed cash compensation for acting as host of Everyday Wealth and has an incentive to endorse EFE and its planners.